say Metro by T-Mobile, got the best deal in wireless, and it's all for you, all for me. Just switch quickly, because Metro has two lines for 80, and two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free, plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be, only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Old Navy's saying thank you with big fall savings. Get 30% off your purchase right now. And if you use your Old Navy card, you'll get 40% off your purchase. Run to Old Navy today. Valid 1012 to 1016. 40% offer subject to credit approval. See store for details and exclusions. Blog Talk Radio. Mondays here on Real Perspectives. I'm your host, LaTanya Moore, and what better motivation than to find out the nine fundamentals of successful relationships. With us, we have none other than Renee DiBiaso, who has also been called the healer of marriage hurt. She is also the creator of the nationally acclaimed marriage success system called the Relationship Roadmap. There are so many accolades to, to Renee's credit, far too many to, to discuss without taking out the time. So at this time, Renee, welcome to the show. Thank you, LaTanya. I'm excited to be here. And we're certainly excited to have you because, as you know, relationship issues are, are really the it, – it's really the number one thing that people are always interested in dealing with because communicating with with other people you know is something that you absolutely have to do so yeah absolutely we we don't live in a vacuum right (laughs) exactly exactly so how did you actually get into this line of work well Latanya, i i think my story is is similar to many life really doesn't turn out like we plan and, and i think we really have to be flexible and open to what the lessons are and and where it's steering us you know listening to our messages it, it it's a, it's completely ironic because i never ever would have thought that i would be doing this i mean there's just no way in a million years i i couldn't even have imagined that i would be helping people learn how to love and be loved you know it it started for me when I was a young woman and uh, I was almost killed by a psychopath. Um, Wow. You know, yeah, there I am, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a young woman and I'm, I'm running through a cornfield and I'm being hunted by this madman with a sickle, you know, like the one that the Grim Reaper carries. And I remember just being paralyzed with fear. And when the killer catches me and, and he lunges on top of me and, and I look up and I, this moment is just forever etched in my mind. And, and I look up and I can see the reflection of, of the moon glistening off of the knife. And that was a turning point in my life because it was at that moment 
when I realized I'm going to die. I'm going to die laying in this cornfield. And that instantly it changed everything for me because I realized, Latanya, that uh, life is, is fragile and precious. You know, at any time we can be taken just like that. And when you're facing death, you know, when, when, when death is at your door, you won't be wondering if you should have closed that last deal or bought that new Mercedes. You know, you won't. When it's your time, you're going to see the people that you love, the people that love you, you know, those special moments that are frozen forever in, in your memory. And, you know, here I am laying in this cornfield preparing to die, and I remember seeing my mom and my friends' faces and, and wondering, you know, thinking how sad that they would be at, at my death. You know, so I, we can never, ever give up on love, you know, that moment taught me that I didn't die in the cornfield that night. I was given a second chance, and I was not going to waste another minute of it because at any moment we can be gone just like that. Love is what it is all about. At the end of your life, you're going to worry about love. So absolutely, it's important for every single human being to be fulfilled in that way, to have a relationship with a significant other, to have, you know, wonderful relationships with their family, to really be fulfilled in their heart, mind, body, and soul. I love it, Renee, because I I think so much in, in the media and just in mainstream society is really discounted, the value of love, what it what it means to a person. However, when you see a lot of things that that people go through and the things that they do, a lot of times it boils down to the fact that love was absent in their life. And so what what you're really saying is that, and I know in your work you talk about, you know, love is really the, the one thing that certainly could, you know, could change the world. And yeah. Just, yeah. just listening to your story, you know, first of all, I, I, w- I have to commend you in still being able to find it in your heart, not just to love, but to also help others put that in perspective because that's such a horrific experience. How did you, how did you come to that bridge, though? Because I, I would think, and I could certainly be wrong, but I would think that there may have been a time where you, you didn't think this way. Is that true? And if so, kind of share with us how you got over that hump. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what I didn't tell you in that story, Latanya, is that the person that was trying to kill me, it was not some random stranger. It was my boyfriend. So that betrayal wow. and and that pain, I carried that around for for years. I trusted no one. My own friends called me the ice queen because I was never going to let anybody hurt me again. And it all, you know, it, it, when I realized that that I can't change the past, you know, I can't go back and turn back the clock on that fateful night. But you know what I can change? I can change my life today. I can change what it means about me. I can change what that event you, none of us can change the past. We we can't, but we can change our future today. And by holding on to that anger and that pain, 
I allowed that person to hurt me again and again and again. I was giving my power away to that person. When I realized that, that was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I thought this is like drinking hemlock and expecting the other person to die. Well, it doesn't work that way. Pain and anger in your heart will destroy you. And, you know, it nearly did me. So I had to come to that realization that I'm the captain of my ship. I'm the master of my destiny. I get to decide who I'm going to be in this life, not some monster from my past, not some event in my history. History is not my destiny. I get to decide that. So that was a, a huge epiphany for me. And when I did that, I went on a mission to learn everything I could about love, about marriage, about relationships, about the human condition. And that's when I, I wrote the book. You know, that's when I started uncovering the truth and really digging in to what works and what doesn't work. And it was that moment where it switched for me to say that, you know, I'm in control. I get to decide my life. And there's there's one pivotal moment that you have to do. And you want to know what that is? Everybody has to. Absolutely. I'm not alone. I'm not alone, Latanya. You've been hurt in love. Everybody in this planet has been hurt in love. They may not have gone through what I did, but we've all been betrayed by somebody that said they cared about us, right? Every single person on this planet has been hurt in love. So the biggest tool that I discovered was forgiveness. You have to forgive for yourself, not for the other person. There's a quote that I love. Oh, I love it. Every time I hear it, it just gives me goosebumps. It's from Lewis Sneed, and it goes something like this. To forgive is to set a prisoner free, only to discover that prisoner was me. And that wow, sums it up. I love it. Yeah, if I you hold it. that in your heart, <laughs> you're the prisoner. You're the prisoner. So that was the turning point for me to say, okay, I'm back in the driver's seat in my life. I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I'm going to be a victor. Wow, wow, wow. What type of feedback have you and and your husband, Brian, what type of feedback have you guys been getting from the couples that you work with? It's phenomenal. It's so phenomenal because we never thought we were going to do this. You know, we were doing this on the side, and we've had such a great relationship that that couples would just say, gosh, I want what you're having. And we finally had to dig out, well, what is it exactly? What are the steps? What are we doing that makes it work so well? And when we did that and we identified it, I mean, people people need to have clarity in this area. People want certainty. They want to know, what do I do? How do I do that? And there's so much bad information out there. I mean, you know the Internet these days. Everybody is just inundated with with information and, you know, 90% of it is just junk. So we had to just pick out, you know, and, and do the, the trial and error and the painstaking picking through what really works. And when we did that, you know, when we could give people, you know, the five steps, first you do this, then you do that, and this is what you'd have to do to arrive 
at your goal of being completely satisfied in your relationship, to being filled with love by somebody who adores you. I mean, just imagine somebody who adores you and loves you and cares for you and is loyal and respectful and trusting and, you know, all of these great things that we say we want. They're very possible if you know what to do. And that was, that was, that was pivotal for us. You know, without that map, we wouldn't have the great relationship that we do. And I don't think anybody can. You know, it's not like you can go to school for that, right? I mean, <laughs> it's not like they're right. teaching that down at the university. <laughs> or or our parents, right? I mean, we probably all had great parents or not great parents, but they probably didn't teach us, you know, how to, to, to love and be loved, right? So, Absolutely, um, absolutely. You know. I, I, I love that because I my, my the next thing I was going to ask you about, I know we talked about you guys have developed the, the relationship roadmap, and, and certainly I'm encouraging all of the listeners to grab a copy of the relationship manual, How to Overcome the Swamps and Quicksands of Couplehood. But what I'll yeah. ask, though, if you could share one or two uh, one or two points in your roadmap system with our listeners. Yeah. Actually, absolutely. I would love to give you just a really, really juicy secret that they can take away and and use right away, and and that is the nine fundamental needs of of human beings. And this is really a game changer because when we discovered this and and we put this together, it changed everything for us, LaTanya. It was like this big framework that we could understand why are we in marriage? What is our job in marriage? What are we supposed to be doing? How do we get to fulfillment in relationship? And the key for that is with the nine fundamental needs. And essentially, in a nutshell, it works like this. Every human being has nine fundamental needs that must be met in their marriage if you're going to be fulfilled. And it's actually your responsibility for you to help your partner to grow and expand. And you do that by helping them to meet those nine fundamental needs. And it's their responsibility to help you too. You know, this is why relationships fail because couples don't get these nine fundamental needs met. If if the if your marriage is not what you want it to be, it's likely because you and your partner are not getting your needs met. You know, people go their whole lives and never even know that this is what they're supposed to be doing. You know, they they that's like having a blindfold on and throwing darts in, a, in at something. You're not going to hit it because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. So, for the nine fundamental needs, it's your job, you know, to help your partner to do that. Now, um, some of these needs are met in a healthy, positive way, and sometimes you meet your needs in a not so positive way. You know what I'm saying? Like gambling and smoking and addictions and right, you know right. That's that's just you trying to get your needs met. And and human beings will go to the end of the earth. I mean, they will stop at nothing. These needs are going to be met. Okay, there, there's absolutely unequivocally they're going to be met. And there's two or three of these nine that you personally have, LaTanya, that are your top two needs, top three. Wow. That they control 80% of your behavior. If I could look at you for 30 days, 
I could nail what your needs are because I would know by your actions. I would know by your behavior. I would know by what you talk about, what's important to you, what do you complain about. It's pretty easy to identify what somebody's needs are. So if you know what your partner's two or three needs are, you have profound influence with them. You have the ability to help them to evolve, to help them change. You know, we hear all the time, well, if my partner would just change, then I would be happy. Well, you know, good luck trying to change somebody, right? They have to do that on their (laughs) own. But, you you know, it's not really, it doesn't really work like that. But you can influence them because their behavior is just their cry for a need. So let me just go over these really quickly, and that will kind of give you a summation of of what they are. The first need is for security, right? We all need to have predictability, certainty, and comfort. The second need is for diversity. You know, as much as we are creatures of habit, we also want to spice it up. You know, we also need to have some variety, some unpredictability and change that, that is a huge need for people. The third need is for importance. You know, people have to know that they matter, that they're significant, that their life is is not in vain. Um, and of course, the fourth need is for love. That that's the uh, a fundamental. Every even little babies need love. If they don't have love, they'll die. It is so fundamental to the human condition. And the fifth need is for acceptance. You know, to fit and, and belong. We we have to feel like we belong somewhere, that we're a part of a tribe, that we're accepted by others and approved of. And independence is number six. And I, I can just tell by you being an entrepreneur and you being out there doing your thing that that's probably high on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Most women who are, who are doing things like you're doing are, you know, have, have that as one of their third, second, third, fourth, you know, that that's really where you have the need for freedom and liberty you know, to have your own self-sovereignty. And uh, the seventh is for tranquility, you know, the need for peace and the need to be free of stress. And the eighth is, is for growth. You know, if you ain't growing, you're dying, that, that saying. And, and that's really to progress and to, and, and to expand. And then the last need is for contribution. That is the need to be part of something that's larger than yourself, you know, the, the need to give it back to others to make a difference in the world. And and that's probably one of yours too, you know, just based on what you're doing. So if you look at these nine needs, if your partner has a primary need for, let's say, importance, for example, you know, or your child, you know, you could use this with your children, you can use this with your employees, you could use this with your employer, it doesn't matter. We're all human, so we all share these common traits. So if if, if they had a need for importance, and it's your job in the relationship to help them feel significant and important. If you were to brag about them in front of other people, they would light up like a Christmas tree because you're meeting one of their fundamental needs in the marriage or in the relationship. This is what makes them feel complete. And it's your job to help them to meet those needs. Now, if one of your primary needs is like for diversity, or um, then your partner should should help you to have more fun and spice in your life, right? I mean, if you mm-hmm. if, if these primary needs are not met, 
in the marriage, then you will both go outside of the relationship to get those needs met, which is that's what causes this emotional chasm, this emotional separation between couples is because each person is trying to get their needs met outside of the relationship. And that's what eventually spells doom for your love. So the needs really must be met within the container of the of the marriage or the relationship if you really want the magic to happen. You know, if if you want to transform the conflict into intimacy and and if you want to reach somebody on a very deep and tender level, this is the magic bullet. This is the secret to find their need and fill it. So that's kind of just a brief, very quick overview of the nine needs. And and I hope that it it serves people and gives you kind of a framework to say, okay, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my marriage. I got to identify what my needs are, what my partner's needs are, and I got to put my heart into getting them filled. I've got to really work on fulfilling these needs for my partner because that's the ticket to complete satisfaction and fulfillment in marriage or love. Does that make sense? And that's a re- yes, yes. That's a really interesting point because I, I teach a lot of a lot of leadership classes um, for supervisors, managers, any really anyone in any type of leadership capacity. And the one thing, the the one fundamental, and and it's so funny that you said this because the one fundamental I always say is you have to know your team, and knowing Absolutely. is not always ability and function. You have to know what they what they value, and I give the example of I had taken over an already intact team some years ago when when I was in in the work world, and I was saying how I realized some of the things that the previous supervisor, although not bad, it actually completely killed the morale of the team, and it was mm. this very this, this very thing not really yeah. understanding and realizing the needs of each individual and being able to meet those needs in a team setting, but you wanted them to function as a team. And that's really what you're saying. You're saying yeah. take the time yeah. to understand all of these fundamentals are at play on some level with everyone, but you're right. I was thinking when, when you were listing all of these, and I started laughing because I was checking off which ones were probably my top three um, <laughs> right. out of out of the nine. And um, but you're absolutely right. When you have all of the all of the major ones in place, uh, you are happy because you feel right. completely right. fulfilled because right. all of these things your needs are, are, are being met and you can then um, you know you can then be open to the, the needs of, of the other people that, that, you know, that you're responsible for. So that, that's just really awesome. Um, yeah. Talk with us a, yeah. a little bit, though, about maybe some times where you've seen how any of these could actually be detrimental. So, for example, you guys may work with couples and you realize that, oh, wait, uh, you know, person A has no clue or they're unwilling to, do what they need to do to fulfill those needs that are lacking in in person B. How would you help a couple get over that hump? Yeah, it's it's a common problem because people do, like I said earlier, you know, you're going to go to the ends of the earth to get these needs met, and particularly if you're not aware, okay, 
Like, for example, if um, a person can get their need for significance met in, in two different ways. You know, you could go get your need for significance met by helping other people, by, you know, donating money, you know, to, to people and, and to charity and, and to do something good like that. You could also get your need for significance met by sticking a gun in somebody's face and robbing them. You know, I mean, you're important, right? Your life is definitely, right. um, they're paying attention to you. You've got their full attention. You matter in that moment. You matter. So in in terms of relationship, we see a lot of people because they don't even know. And this is a cause of a lot of affairs. For women in particular, women tend to have affairs for emotional reasons, right? It's not necessarily sexual for women. Sometimes it is. But it's it's also mostly emotional because women are not getting their emotional needs met in the home. So they're going to go outside of the relationship to feel like they matter, to get that deep sense of, of importance, that deep sense of love, that security and certainty of knowing that, you know, they still got it after all these years. They They will go outside of the marriage to do that. And men are the same way. Men will typically, if if not through affairs, you know, men learn, men feel love mostly through sex. That's how they feel cared about is through sex. And women have to feel cared about before they have sex. So you automatically kind of have this little conflict between the men and the women. But men will often go out and have an affair so that they can feel loved. That is their cry for a need to be fulfilled. Now, affairs are never justified. It's never okay to go out and have an affair. But when you can see what's at the root of what's causing people to go outside of the relationship, are are you spending all of your time uh, in the workforce? Are you spend, Do you live at the office because you want to be important, because you want to be significant? If that's the case, you're not getting your need met for significance in the home, and that's going to drive your partner away because you're never there. Relationship is not a priority to you, right? If you're in marriage, don't be married if that's what's uh, important to you. If the relationship is not your number one priority, don't get married. So get your needs met. Yeah. Yeah, get your needs met outside of the relationship, but don't be married because your relationship has to be your number one priority. And that's really where we help to couples to kind of get back on track, you know, get back on, okay, let's work on getting our needs met in the marriage, in the relationship, in this safe container where we can identify what is it that what need needs to be fulfilled and what can you do specifically to help me fulfill that need. Because even though we have, let's say you and I, LaTanya, share the same need of, of importance, I may get my need for importance filled in a different way than you do. You know, I may like right. to have my feet rubbed every night at 7 o'clock. You know, you may like for me, for your, your man or, you know, your significant other to go and, and um, you know, talk to his mother-in-law about how great you are. You know, uh, there's just many different ways. Everybody has their own way of feeling loved, of feeling important, of feeling secure. So you have to identify what that is for your partner. And once you do that, boom, you've hit the jackpot. 
Wow, that that's that's really awesome because I I love the way that you put it right there. There is no question there. It it it's so it's so simple. It's sad that that we, we just don't we, that we don't know this. It is, and and it and is. I say simple in in saying, wow, we should all know this, but it but it really isn't yeah. simple. It's actually quite complex because in addition to these things, a lot of these things are shaped by life experiences. They're shaped by other outside factors that have to also be dealt with. You know, like you mentioned, even, you know, previously what sort of got you here was tragic. And so if you had not gone through that, maybe you wouldn't be here. So these are just all the things that we, that, that, that we know, you know, in our line of work definitely affects everything. Um, how can well let me ask you this what is the one thing that you'd like to leave with our listeners i'd like to leave you with just a message of 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 hope and of renewal because you can do this i i talk to people every day that just they've given up on love you know they've said you know maybe i'm just not meant to have this maybe it's just not meant in the cards for me I, I'm just going to stay in this relationship just because it's good enough. Or I'm just going to end this relationship because I just don't know what to do. And I want to caution you not to do that. I want to caution you to put your heart into love. Le- leave it all on the field of life. You know, all you have is this moment right now. There is no tomorrow when it comes to love. And people don't understand that. We we just kind of live in this life where we think that we have forever. You know, we have forever to, to be who we want to be, to live our lives fully, to love without regret. And, and the truth is that we don't. You know, be urgent in love. Be, be willing to put your heart on the line. Because that big, the bigger the risk, the more the reward. And when it comes to love, you have to be willing to go first. You have to be willing to be the kind of person that you want in your relationship. Do you want somebody with respect and, and, and trust and adoration? Well, how are you doing those things? How are you being those things? You know, instead of focusing on what you're not getting, oh, my gosh, he's not doing that. He's, right, he's not doing right. that. I'm not getting this. I'm not, they're not, 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 not. Stop. Take a step back and assess what am I giving? What am I giving? How am I contributing to my own happiness? What can I do to make this person's life better? That is a huge source of pain for couples that we talk to every day. They're both pointing the finger at the other person. And absolutely, they're both responsible. It's true he's not doing these things. It's true that she's not either. It's true. But how can you change that? What do you have control over? You have control over your own self and how you are being. And when you change, when one person changes, that makes room and the relationship changes too. So take back that sovereignty. Take back that ability to say, I can do this. I can change my relationship. I can have what I desire, and what I deserve when it comes to love. Awesome, awesome. Excellent advice, guys, from the 
expert in this area, Renee DiBasso. Please let us know where can our reader, our, our listeners find out more about you? They can reach me at my website, and I have a special offer right now. It's a free rehab relationship coaching session. And for a very limited time, we only have five slots available. So for your viewers only, if they go to therelationshipheadquarters.com forward slash free session, And there they will find some juicy, juicy information on the nine needs because it's important for people to identify what those needs are. That is the first starting point. And I want to share that information with people. If they want to know it, then they should have it in their hands. So go to the relationshipheadquarters.com forward slash free session. And you can also find me on Facebook at at Facebook, Love is a Risk Worth Taking. Awesome. Well, guys, I am encouraging everyone, please go to the relationshipheadquarters.com forward slash free session. Also, reach out on Facebook so that you can stay in touch and hone these nine fundamental skills for a successful relationship. Once again, I'm your host, Latanya Moore. This is Motivation Mondays on Real Perspectives. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift receipt. Paint pros know what you don't paint is just as important as what you do paint. So the Home Depot has bulk pricing on a full assortment of 3M painters, tapes, and paint essentials. Everything you need, every day. Like 3M Handmasker Film and Scotch Painters Tape. For the cleanest results on every paint job, 3M and The Home Depot have got you covered. With bulk price savings on 3M Paint Essentials. Every day, only at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.